0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The
1: horseshoe is back, baby.
2: The horseshoe is back.
1: What's going on Colts Nation welcome back to another episode of the bring the juice podcast today we're going to be recapping the Colts third preseason game against the Detroit Lions in which the Colts were victorious in a win of 27 to 17 Derek larger joining you today we have a very special guest Harish from the AFC South fan battle podcast how you doing Harish
3: hey what's going on Derek thanks for having me on today
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we, we get to talk about another Colts win. Again, it's only preseason, but, you know, uh, the Colts go 3-0 and for the first time in almost 30 years in the preseason. So, you know, this team, despite, you know, its flaws in a lot of different areas and its depth chart, this team definitely uh, always finds a way to fight back and win these games, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh... – that's a showing to the the coaching and and just uh, what we've built, what has been built here since the Chris Ballard Frank Craker era. You know, I think it's interesting. I think one thing that you know you tell a lot of fans when things go awry is, oh, they're taking and oh, they're this then they're that. But this team just has fight in them. You know? Chris and, and Frank will not let this team fail, and I think this is a, a showing of it. You know. Uh, obviously the points aren't coming as we expect them, but this team is nitty and gritty and, and, and they fight back. And and, and I think this is indicative of that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I guess first thing we uh, want to look at here is the quarterback group. It's always the thing that every Colts fan wants to see with this quarterback battle. Uh, Jacob Eason finishing the day, uh, 10 of 14 for 74 yards, Sam Ellinger, three of three for 63 yards, was sacked once and uh, was injured on the big throw where he threw uh, threw it to Patman. So we'll talk about that in a second. And Brett Hundley got some action today as or yesterday as well, going six of 12 for 52 yards, a touchdown to Deion Jackson, and an interception, and also tacked on 30 rushing yards to go with it. So. Overall, looking at these quarterbacks, I, I don't think I've ever asked you about uh, Sam Ellinger and Eason, who deserves that backup spot. But after looking at you know this game specifically and looking at the others, who do you think deserves that backup spot?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's really close to be honest, right? As, as close as we want. And you know, being a Texas fan, I'm happy to see Sam Ellinger do well. Um, being in the great in, in Austin, you know, 20 minutes from the stadium, it's it's awesome to see Sam do well. Uh, but I don't think it's really close, to be honest with you. Uh, I think Jacob Eason, well, if anything, yesterday solidified his spot as the backup. I think Eason played really well, actually. Like I don't, I don't think uh, there was anything that that made me, you know, uh, be panicked or be concerned. As I guess, as I had in the last couple weeks. Uh, again, he's we've got to understand this is truly Jacob Eason's first time to. To hit the field in in quote unquote live action games, right? So uh, I think for his first preseason, I think he's handling it well, uh, and I think he will be the backup. Uh, Sam's going to be interesting. I think Frank said um, his knee didn't look good, which is uh, you know you don't know if that's ACL or what that is. So that's kind of that that's you feel bad for the guy, but I think he had a pretty good camp for a 6 round draft pick. Um, but yeah, I think I think it, I can I think Jacob played well enough for sure to secure that backup spot.
1: Yeah, I mean they they said it that but all quarterbacks played relatively decent yesterday. Uh, no big plays once again, except for that Patman play. But you know that big play ended up potentially costing Ellinger some valued time here in the locker room practicing with these guys. We'll see how bad the uh, the injury report was. And before we go any further on these, I did want to mention uh, the Fisher versus Nelson. Uh, COVID issue. Uh, There was the issue of a few days ago when people were asking um, if, if uh, he ended up testing positive for COVID, that's Nelson. Uh, Apparently that's not true. Uh, Fisher was the one who had the COVID, but he was a close contact because of being next to Fisher during the rehab process and everything. They were close together quite often. So uh, Nelson has remained negative uh, and was just a close contact. So, if he remains negative throughout the next five days, then he'll be able to return early this next week. So, that's great news. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Indianapolis needs him to be back onto the field as much as he can to kind of get rehab work on that foot before going into the season. So, better him missing five games than, or five days than 14. But let's go ahead and move to the rushing department here. You and I kind of talked about it right before uh, we started this. Uh, A couple good running back days here. Uh, Benny LeMay, 11 carries for 44 yards. Uh, Again, putting on another performance as he tries to earn a spot here. And the big one was the undrafted free agent out of Duke, and that was Deion Jackson. 10 carries for 81 yards and a touchdown run on a 42-yard uh touchdown run there, and Jackson also had one catch for three yards, which also resulted in a touchdown. Uh, what was your thoughts on the running back group today, especially Deion Jackson?
3: Yeah, you know, impressive, um, especially Deion Jackson. We we have this streak of undrafted free agents going into you know making the making the team, so you know he, he definitely made himself a good case. I mean, I think I think unfortunately for both of these guys, as well as they've played. We're just so deep at running back; it's really difficult to 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 say, yeah, definitely. You know, I think Deion Jackson can make the team. I don't think practice squad is out of the question for either of these guys, um, if if they clear waivers, right? I guess that's the big thing is hopefully they can clear waivers. Uh, I think Deion Jackson is a guy that we should definitely attempt to retain on a practice squad spot. Um, but yeah, it's solid performance. It's just it's just tough when you have a, a running back room that's as deep as ours.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you know, as many good running backs as we have, you know, it doesn't really make it easy when you have four running backs that could start somewhere else. You hope some of these guys I, – I hope Deion Jackson stays on the practice squad and then LeMay finds a spot somewhere else. I just hope that's what happens. But let's go to the receivers really quick. Uh, Patman leading the way with reception yards, two catches for 64 yards, one being that long 60-yard uh
0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed.
1: The completion that he had with Ellinger, uh, Strawn, another good day, five catches for 61 yards, Granson three catches for 23 yards on four targets Uh, Tariq Black had two for 14 yards. Uh, Those were rounding out the top four receivers. Uh, Overall thoughts on the Colts receivers yesterday.
3: Yeah, I think Sean got a lot of work yesterday. Uh, I think he played well until the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So I think we've got a a really good solid look at him. I think this guy is uh, special. Uh, And not special in a way that he's going to be a, a number one or number two, I think he is situationally special. special, um, especially in the end zone. He had an opportunity to go get one from Jacob. Uh, I believe it's in the second quarter, um, which I thought it was fairly well thrown ball. And those are the kinds of things you want to see from him is his ability to use his size and his athleticism at, at six, 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 five, and be able to be, I think that's where he is going to uh, bring value to this team is in that, in that 20 area. So uh, really good. I think Batman played well. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but Zach was talking about uh, neither of these guys are very good gunners when it comes to kickoff. Right. So yeah, uh, definitely an area that needs to be looked at. And I think they're, th- this is an area that both of them will have to contribute in throughout the season in order to maintain yeah. a spot on the roster.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, I I assume, I think most people assume that Strawn has done enough this offseason to kind of warrant a a spot on this roster because of, you know, just what he's been able to do and as raw as he is, but still putting production up against some good corners. Uh, But the big question is Patman versus Doolin. I mean, you know, we we kind of all assume that Patman's probably going to end up being on the practice squad if he weren't to make this roster because Patman's done enough to warrant being here to at least be considered. Uh, do you think Patman rounds out the last spot or do you think you go with Zach and say that uh, Doolin deserves to be that guy because of his special teams ability?
3: Yeah, I think it's tough. Uh, I, I honestly don't know, but I mean, if Patman doesn't make, let's just say, let's just say Patman doesn't make the squad, which I I think he does. I think, I think he's, uh, I understand Dylan's. I understand Dylan's value special teams wise, but you've also got Naheem Hines and you've also got, um, you know, um, Isaiah Rogers who can return kickoffs, right? Um, I I think Gunner is a position that either of these guys will, 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 uh, will improve in over time. I think Patman, this is kind of Patman's, um, do you risk losing a talent like Patman? Um, and you know, I don't think he clears waivers if he doesn't make the team 53 this year. Um, I think he is, he is a guy that can provide some value somewhere. Um, and I think, you know, Julian is, is, is as good as julian has been. I think Tyler Vons is a guy that could really develop on the, on the practice squad and kind of play that Julian role. Uh, if not this year or later this year, or definitely next year, the next, I think Tyler Vons is another very interesting
1: uh receiver that we have on this team. Gotcha. Well, I mean, let's talk about the offensive line real quick. Um, I want to talk about one guy in particular, and that's Sam Tevy. Uh we've been talking about him. Anyone that's heard us talking on the podcast here the last week know just how much disdain uh Cody and I have now at this point for Sam Tevy. I mean we're th- this has turned into a situation where This is the most surprising thing out of this whole offseason. Sam Tevy is getting destroyed by backups in the NFL now. Like, this dude was playing left tackle for the Chargers for most of last season. It's no wonder Justin Herbert is going to be primed to have a much better year this next year with Sam Tevy gone. Because... My gosh, Sam Tevy has been terrible. And I've seen people in the comments say, I wish the Colts could afford to lose Sam Tevy. I'm saying, why not? Why can't yeah. we afford to? Like, there are plenty of tackles still on this roster that could still provide a better backup role than what Sam Tevy has shown this entire offseason and this entire preseason, nonetheless. So, I mean, what about this offensive line to you, especially Sam Tevi? I mean, can, can the Colts afford to just cut him at this point? Because he doesn't look like he deserves to be on this roster right now.
3: A hundred percent. I think they can absolutely afford to cut this guy. I think your disdain for the—I don't think my disdain for uh, Sam Tevi is any different from how you, how you and Cody feel. Uh, I despise Sam Tevi. I've started to learn the more praise you get outside of. Uh, uh, before preseason or before training camp, the least like you're you're gonna make this team. I don't know if you remember, but it seemed like every week Chris Ballard was oozing over this guy. like, man, Sam Teddy's so great. It's almost as if like he was trying to boost this guy's confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, no, you could I think you could go find somebody that gets cut somewhere else and is a practice squad guy that you can sign on to your team and he would instantly be better than Sam Teddy. That's how a horrible life of this guy is. Um gotcha. I don't know and and maybe maybe you remember did did he get injured yesterday?
1: Um I don't know if Sam Tevy got injured yesterday. I didn't hear anything about it.
3: Okay. I know there was a lineman that did get injured. I don't remember if it was Sam Tevy or not. Um but regardless, um I, yeah, I I that's the first name I want to see uh, as far as wave players. Um
1: Yeah. and for anyone that wants to know we have carter o'donnell will fries julian davenport we have three backup tackles and that's just to name a few that's just to name a few that can play right tackle outside of just uh outside of sam Tevy. and obviously we got uh eric fisher coming back in a few weeks so i mean Just understand that we can't afford to cut him. He has just looked absolutely atrocious. Well, let's go to the defense here. Uh, Had themselves a relatively decent day in some areas, and some people didn't. Uh, Let's start out rounding off with the tackles here. Isaiah Kafusi, another undrafted free agent, uh, had the best tackling day yesterday. Ten total tackles with one pass deflection. Great to see Kafusi doing that. Uh, Everyone's been really hyping him up over this preseason, hoping that he can make the roster as well. Uh, Sean Davis, the rookie out of Florida, six tackles with four total uh, in solo. Uh, They said that he really struggled in the passing game yesterday, so we'll talk a little about that. Uh, Curtis Bolton and Anthony Chesley, uh, five tackles each, although Bolton had... Uh, Bolton's another one that I've really grown to love over this off season, but I don't know if he'll actually end up making this roster just due to how deep this, uh, linebacker group actually is, but we'll see what they decide. And Isaac Rochelle rounds out the top five with four tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss and a QB hit. Uh, let's talk about someone that I didn't mention here. Uh, Quiddy Pay getting another sack yesterday uh i think I, I think a lot of people are going to just say oh well you know the left tackle barely even touched him i mean it was a freebie safety or sack but then again i think that goes to show you just how quick quitty pay is off the line and how quick he can get around that that left tackle completely misjudged that angle to block him from so how has it been to see Quiddy pay getting so much pressure on these guys in the preseason?
3: Yeah, it's been excellent. And, you know, beyond just Quiddy, that same play where Quiddy got the, uh, the sack fumble on the other side, Kamoko Ture was working the, the right tackle. Right. So this, this is what we want. This is what we need for seven, for now 17 games. Um, It gets me really, really excited. And, uh, but Real quick before we do go back, I do want to mention I did look it up. It does look like Santevi suffered a knee injury as well. Gotcha. um, But yeah, no, it's really exciting. Uh, Honestly, as fun as it was to watch him dominate, you know, you know, the backups, which is what you want, right? it was also at some point. I'm sure most of Colts Nation was all right. You know, he looks great. He looks good. I think he's ready to go. When is he him out? Off- take
1: him out. Take
3: him out. Don't get him when hurt, is please. Off the field, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but No, I thought he looked well. I thought Bill ben Benninger played really well as well. Um, that's another guy that's just you know, overall throughout the uh, entirety of camp has really stepped his game up. You know, he struggled his first. I think he's been in like two years now um, in the league. And I think he's really come on this year and has solidified himself a spot. He's he did have uh, missed tackles, which if you think about it, I don't know who didn't miss a tackle yesterday. Lots of missed tackles across the board, uh, which was um, concerning in, in a way, especially with some of these guys end up are they're going to end up being rotational guys. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know it was awesome to see how well Quiddy played, played yesterday.
1: Yeah, and I think for this game specifically, and throughout all of the off season, there's a couple guys whose stocks have really rose, and that we didn't expect. And a couple of those players include Andrew Brown and Chris Williams. Our defensive tackles, uh, they were just they were just phenomenal these last few games. I mean, we didn't expect anything from them, and they've been one of the best defensive players that we've seen on this uh, roster this whole preseason. And then you got a couple of the linebackers really stepping in. And, you know, it's also been great to see Isaac Rochelle, you know, really take advantage of the snaps that he's getting, uh, has consistently been in the action the whole time. Uh, Is there anyone else that you've seen that really uh, their uh, stock and ability to make this roster has really rose?
3: Yeah, I mean, this is the guy that more plays special teams for us, but it's now getting some opportunities at linebackers, Jordan Glasgow. I think that's a guy that's that's definitely uh, stuck out. You know, a guy who's kind of paid his dues on the special teams unit and has now gotten some opportunity at linebacker. And I think he's played really well as well. Um, uh, Taylor Stallworth is another guy that I think has played well. It's really encouraging to see some of these guys that have kind of grown within the system and they're starting to, to show off some of their, their showcase their talents in other ways than just special teams that we're used to seeing them. So I think Jordan Glasgow's guy that, that kind of sticks out to me.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, like I said, again, it's going to be interesting for the linebacker room. Uh, I think you and I both can agree here on one guy who lost stock yesterday, and that was Rocky Sin. After giving up that touchdown throw to Quintez Cephas, uh, the only touchdown throw that was made for Detroit all game. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm really trying. I'm really trying hard to be sympathetic here because I like what I've seen from Rocky Sin through the majority of training camp. And, you know, I thought oh, well, you know, this is the last chance here, Rock, for you to show, hey, you know, I deserve that third corner spot and getting burned in the first quarter and giving up a touchdown just doesn't really do you a lot of favors. Yeah, I mean,
3: I think the uh, secondary is a whole struggle, but that's definitely one that 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 kind of sticks out. You know, we're still trying to find that third DB. Uh, obviously, it's here, our top two is Xavier and Kenny. Uh yeah, Rock had a chance to kind of seal that in, and I think he lost some ground on that third on that third DB spot to Isaiah Rodgers. Um, but yeah, it's really disappointing. You know, I understand DB is hard in the, in the NFL. I understand it's a very pass happy league. It's a very it's a very difficult position, um, but. You're you're in your you're entering your third year, and you're still bringing a lot of inconsistencies at a at a spot that that's a big need. I think it starts to bring some concern for sure. Um, hopefully, it was. Uh, uh, I guess hopefully he gets it together. Like I I don't really know what else to say about Robinson. Um <laughs> He really hasn't panned out the way we you know we've expected him to. Um, I don't even think he's been uh mediocre if we look at the trajectory of his uh, his career here with Indy. it's 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 honestly really disappointing.
1: Yeah we'll see uh we'll see what happens here. I fully anticipate him to make the roster, but I just don't know how much time he's gonna end up getting. Still gonna be very interesting to see what the Colts do with that third corner spot. Do they go back to TJ Carey or do they just let Isaiah Rogers who's been doing a lot better this offseason uh, who's really been the only corner on this entire Colts offense or defense that hasn't really been blown up yet on any real routes yet. So we'll see what happens. But uh, nonetheless, that was the recap, guys, uh, from the game yesterday. Also, I, I guess that we might as well mention the kicks. Uh, we didn't necessarily talk about that. But Blankenship, 4-4 yesterday for field goals with a 43 yarder uh if i'm not mistaken i may be wrong don't fact check me on here but i think through all of training camp they said all through training camp in the rig in the 11 on 11 drills and kicking in the in the preseason blankenship has yet to miss a field goal
3: yeah no that's that's what i read as well hey Competition brings the best out of people, and, and the top will always step up to competition, right? I think Rodrigo has proven that. I, I think he's had an excellent camp. Um, and, you know, he was a rookie. Like, at the end of the day, he was a rookie. And, you know, I think he would miss, like, what, five or six kicks maybe?
1: Um, yeah, there's actually. not that many.
3: Um, yeah, again, you know, some 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 things that you don't want to see. But coming into this year, I feel really confident about. Uh, goggles, so I'm really excited.
1: Yep, gotta respect the specs, man. It's it's his time once again. So, hey guys, that's gonna do it for this one. Thank you to Harish for joining me today. Uh, make sure to let us know what you guys thought in the comments. Uh, let us know what you think about the Colts being three and zero in the preseason. Whether or not that means some kind of way to you. But thank you guys so much for joining us. And as always, go Colts.